0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the 99p Gen Z podcast. Today we are talking about uh, marketing, I guess changes in marketing and development in marketing in response to the current uh, pandemic we are uh, a part of. So the intro here, I guess, is that digital agencies uh, have been a thing long before the recent pandemic Um, and we're now three months into lockdown. Um, Will this sort of situation prove that marketing agencies can thrive in the face of adversity. Um, so, Connor, would you like to start us off?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, so, as you know, obviously, COVID nineteen we're in the middle of it. Uh, some people think it's coming to, to an end. Some people say we're just, you know, we have just got to ride this bit out. But um, what we can say is, business has continued throughout this. We we can safely say this is not business as normal. Although we have seen like a lot of uh, businesses. Uh, thrive in this time and also continue to provide the services that they set out to the beginning. So I guess this podcast really is looking into how this situation is going to affect the the business model of agencies because um, we know them as being uh, quite, you know quite fun offices and you know an agency without a brick wall and a pool table isn't really an agency these days. So without that, what are we? And I think. We've proved that you can be an agency working from home and you can still maintain and support your clients throughout this process. Which is I really, really interesting. The... Oh, go on, sorry. No, that's, not, that's a fair finish.
0: Well, I think it's really interesting because when I was researching for this episode, um, one of the first things that came up was examples of incredible marketing agencies' offices. And I think. It's been almost like a fascination with it marketing agencies the last few years of you know who's got the coolest office who's got the slides, who's got this, who's got the pool tables
1: you know yeah um, who's who's got the Google of uh agency offices
0: yeah, and it's interesting now that we've had this uh, sort of lockdown happen and everyone working from home that now everyone's saying, oh, well, how about do we need an office you know there's almost been a complete shift in uh focus
1: well, I said this quite early on it's probably just. Just about a month in, I think I asked Ollie, do uh do we think this is gonna change the way we like operate as a business? Like do you think we're gonna have more? I mean, we already have pretty flexible working environments. So like you can work at home if you want, but do you think this is gonna change the way things are? He said no. But um I think it will because it's a lot of agencies have, have proven that, you know, they can support clients throughout this. So like they're still doing, you know. Uh, having meetings with clients, they're doing ads for clients, um, even in terms of events, like events are being planned ahead and it's all being done from the comfort of your own home. Like you don't need the big sort of um, office with all the bells and whistles. So I guess yeah. how much does that old model contribute towards the, the sort of magic that's associated with agencies and the agency life?
0: Is it just really, a gimmick
1: or is it, is it like a community enabling uh, aspect?
0: It's really difficult because um when I was sort of looking into it and I was sort of gathering my thoughts on this before before we started now. And I think I sort of go between really like the idea of, you know, everyone in office it builds a nice teamworking environment. You can have, you know, sort of the breakout spaces and the creative zones and all, all the, the things that come a marketing agency. But also working from home sometimes does allow you to just get your head down, focus on a task and have no distractions. I, I really don't know which I prefer because um, I well, really that's like the, the elements of both.
1: That's the thing though. I, I think the problem is people try and go either, you know, quite binaries, either one way or the other. I think potentially it's going to be a mix of the two in the future because it's, you know, I, I don't think it's realistic for a business just to after all this just come out the other end and say, we're scrapping the business. We don't like the overheads of the office. We've proven that we can work from home. So we're just getting rid of it all. I think the the breakout spaces are a great sort of aspect of agency life. I mean, you and you and I have sat down countless times with other members of the team and had brainstorms in the office. And it does help to have that space, you know, the whiteboard walls, the uh, you know, the hive, it's great to have that. So um I don't think it's going to be an abandonment of of the office, but I think, like you said, having the space at home to focus, I think that's great too, because I've been able to do some really good work while at home
0: yeah it's it's interesting because um i I really like i think my favorite part of the office environment is the um social aspects and that's the thing you really miss uh being working from home and i I think it's uh yeah it's difficult to find an an in-between i guess of being efficient and you know you save a lot of money working from home but also yeah
1: like you don't have to commute
0: yeah you don't have to commute you don't have to pay rent for the office you don't have to pay utility bills there's there's loads of things but i think at the end of the day there's some things that for me you need people to be able to come together um and have a space to do that it's something that's really interesting um if, if we'll see more people use um have you heard about these like remote working offices designed by companies where you can sort of come in work there for a day and then
1: leave Um, oh yeah I think it's uh, is it WeWork
0: yeah there's 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 one one in Manchester yeah and I wonder if something like that could become more popular that you know as as a sort of a smaller startup company or something they
1: don't have yeah definitely
0: but then when they need to get together they go to a space like that obviously once the um, lockdown's been lifted and all that but I wonder if you know people start to not I guess cut traditional corners and create a new avenue into business and when I was research and I found a lot of uh, people saying, you know, like starting an agency, oh, when do you buy an office? You know, when, when do we need an office? Yeah, you know, we want to be a proper company, we need an office. When in reality, some really good companies run from the comfort of people's own
1: homes. True, true. Um, so throughout COVID, um, I know that we've had quite a lot of uh, just, what do what, what you call it, like teething issues, I guess. Um, maybe people who, people who aren't as Tech fluent as you, as you and I. I've um, been using Teams, uh, Zoom uh, to have meetings. So I think technology has really sort of paved the way to sort of help ease us into this period. So, um, what sort of drawbacks have you encountered from working from home?
0: Uh, my internet. <laughs> my,
1: my internet at home is awesome.
0: And as someone who does a lot of video work, um, Sending files back and forth is tragic on my internet. Whereas at the office we have business internet, it's so much better. Um that's the main thing I've noticed. I guess the other thing is you kind of miss the ability to just say, Oh, can I just, you know, grab this person for a minute and say, I just need to do this. You know, you have to it has to be an email or a call and um Yeah, communication
1: is quite a big one, really. Yeah. It goes out saying obviously if you're not in the same building with them it's the sort of process is uh, made a bit more complex because you have to send them a message, wait, hope that they see the message. And I think another thing is um, the work-life balance as well. So obviously these are quite sort of trying times for, for all businesses really. So everybody's putting in your 110%. So uh, the business doesn't go under. So while you are working quite efficient at home, a lot of people have been saying, you know, they've been sat at their desks, you know, completely locked in, nine to five, nine to seven, that, you know, they're putting in the hours. I think it is great for the business, but for, I don't know, maybe a more mental health, you know, well-being side of things, um, it's more difficult to maintain that sort of work-life balance. That's definitely one drawback that uh, I've I've noticed.
0: It's difficult because I think, because you're so contactable nowadays, and you know, someone can ping you a text, they can drop you a message in Teams or Zoom, and and even when we finish work, you know, me and you do a lot of sort of personal projects that involve our laptops or similar things. Yeah. Sometimes you can end up with someone just saying, "Oh, you know, can you just do this thing quickly for me?" Or and you get dragged back into that. Uh, yeah, that's, that's true. And I think the the way I've sort of found to combat it is just to you know get outside. And, in the same way that for me, yeah, when you leave the office at the end of the day. Work's been done, you know. You can leave. Work's over. Enjoy your evening, um, and prepare yourself for sort of next day. It's a disconnect. Yeah, and I think it's been nice for me. Going right, you know. It's five o'clock. It's five thirty. Um, I'm going to leave this room. I'm going to you know, walk the dog or go for a walk or I'm disconnecting from that. But that took me a while to adjust to. And I think the main drawback I've seen here, which I guess is a sort of one-time issue, is that we've all had to adjust, and that adjustment period has taken a bit of time and I think we're starting to you know I think people have adapted now but there was a few weeks maybe a month at the start there where everyone's saying oh I don't really know what I'm doing and you know how do I do this and
1: um yeah
0: what drawbacks have you seen
1: um drawbacks for me like I said communication internet um the sort of the balance but apart from that I think maybe our generation is a bit more well adapted well accustomed to this type of environment like we spend a lot of time on digital devices anyway and that can lead to quite a lot of like working alone or in isolation because we've got quite a skill set that means we can be quite sort of independent but i know people who are part of a process at work you know we need constant checks on things i can i can see how that can be quite sort of uh frustrating
0: and disruptive I was going to say,
1: have there been any benefits?
0: I was going to say, let's get positive because I think there's been a resounding amount of benefits. I think I didn't predict a lot of them, but um, I think it's it's actually been quite refreshing to work from home and you know sort of be able to. Well, I mean, if if you're lucky enough to be with your sort of family in this time and it's nice to be around your family and it's nice to be able to take a lunch break and be in your own home and say you know what you know i'm going to go outside for half an hour and that can be my lunch break or so this is very true things like that Um, i know that people
1: have been quite frustrated being at home and sort of even the the word home's been developing some negative connotation between some of my friends because they just see it as almost a prison but we shouldn't forget that it is a place of safety throughout all this time if we didn't have the, the working from home situation, you would still have to go into your place of work where potentially you would get uh, COVID. So I think it's it's important to appreciate uh home while almost <laughs> hating at the same time. Um, another thing that I've benefited from is maybe the independence. Yeah. Um, just being able to be given the task and almost going off and doing it yourself. And because you don't have the, the same support um, that you do in the office as usual you know you can't go over to somebody's desk and ask and them a question i always like the challenge of having to figure it out myself and then doing it and then coming back and presenting the whole thing done i can explain you know that i did have a difficulty but i overcame it um so i like that i do like the independence
0: i think me and you are both we enjoy working independently i think we work well as, as a team but I think there is something really nice about you know, headphones on, music on, cracking on with something, getting going, yeah. getting out of the way. Um, and I think it's nice to do that from from home. I think it's it's been quite nice as well to, to have your own sort of space. And so for me, I've sort of got like a bit of a, a home office set up in, in a way. Um, yeah. And it's been quite nice to be able to just like have all my sort of camera gear around me, have everything I need around me, have my own little space and be able to go, right, you know, if I need something that's in this room, if, you know, if I want this, it's here and, and having everything sort of around me is allowed me to sort of work, I think quite I've, efficiently.
1: I think uh, I've, I've been enjoying uh, seeing everybody's working spaces, uh, yeah. whether it be on my like, LinkedIn or whatever social, but um, at the beginning of it all, people thought it was going to be quite temporary. So they were, you know, having the laptops on ironing boards or they'd be working in a kitchen surrounded by mess. But I think as time's, you know gone on you've seen people sort of settle into it a bit more and start to establish a proper place of work in their homes so you 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 see people getting monitors second monitors you'll see them you know getting like a little humidifier which put oils in to calm them while they work little music station so I, i do like that i think there's um there's comfort in having your own little work workstation at home and it makes you i feel like it makes you concentrate a bit more you feel more professional because it is hard to focus sometimes when you're in a relaxed environment
0: yeah and i think for me one of the big things that this has made me realize is the balance between work and mental health um, so with bdb the, the company we both work for we did some sessions with a company called safe space yeah. um, and i was sort of thinking about those and reflecting on them a bit and i realized how important the balance between mental health and work is and that you know when it when your mental health's off your work's off um and i think i've seen a lot of people seem to struggle whilst being at home with mental health and feel like they're in a sort of perpetual cycle of working um and but i think one of the positives that's come from this is that people have realized you know how um important it is yeah yeah and how how much it influences your work and i think people have maybe had a bit more time to be able to say right you know well here. it's thursday night right i can cut off work at 5 30 maybe i should you know do something for myself go for a walk do some exercise yeah. make dinner you know anything like that um and be able to, to, to sort of sort out that, that
1: balance it's quite nice obviously well while the situation is terrible people are losing their lives and it's it's quite dangerous i think these situations force us not only as a business but as um as humans to really sort of uh, tackle the problem. It's a problem solving exercise almost. Uh, It's forced a lot of uh, companies to address the mental health aspect uh, of working at home because while you and I are quite fortunate to live with other people, so we do have that aspect of social, um, some people are working and living alone, which I'm sure you can understand is quite intense if you're working flat out all day, and then it's, you know, the same thing, you know, watching Netflix, eating some beans. If you do that for three months, you're going to go insane. So I think it is good that companies are trying to support their employees throughout this. So I was going to say, what sort of things have you done to support your own mental health?
0: I think like for me, it's been uh, sort of avoiding a routine outside of work. I, Cause I know exactly what you're saying there. It's finish work, watch Netflix, go to bed, start work, finish work, Netflix, and, um, if that's what you enjoy, that's fine by you know. Do, you know, do whatever makes you happy. But for me, the thing that I've enjoyed is being going right. You know, what can I do that's new? Uh, do I want to cook something new? Do I want to go for a bike ride here? Do I want to play football? Do I want to you know, talk to my brothers? Do I want to do this? Do I want to do that? And doing new things has has really sort of given me that. So you still have that excitement for finishing work. Wow, you know, what am I going to do tonight instead of.
1: Finish work. That's and, interesting. You know,
0: much to do. That's what's kept me going.
1: So you're anti routine.
0: I I am very anti routine. I like the idea of because um, I, I think as well. um I just I like doing new things all the time, and I like progressing things and developing things, and it's it's you know kept me in a good place to be able to finish work and you know what's the plan tonight? You know what am I going to do? Yeah. Um,
1: I think that and keeps that, it that's fun. That's what kept me saying, yeah. Yeah, it keeps it fun a bit of sort of a mystery, I guess, in your spare time, which is when you can relax. Um, so I think for my tips, I guess, uh, for while you're in work, uh, a couple of things that I'd recommend to help you get through the day. I don't know whether, whether it's a very Gen Z thing, but lo-fi music or background music at all. It's just quite mellow and it helps you sort of, I don't know, subconsciously relax while you're doing things. Um, yeah. well, I don't personally do it but I know um, a couple of people who do it is a uh, meditation so uh just before you start work do, i mean you don't have to sit there cross-legged with a cup of green tea going on. I'm, I'm just saying maybe take a, a couple of minutes before you start work i don't know maybe grab a green tea and just have a, a bit of a sit and think about what you're going to do what you can try and achieve today before you you know lock into that sort of work mode That's and really uh, maybe
0: that um here we've gone my sort of way to to stay uh in in good mental health here is to constantly doing things and you know trying new ideas and i quite like that you've taken the opposite direction with the sort of sitting down here having time to reflect before you start work you know don't rush into things i I really like that that's a good range of of advice there i guess i like i like to keep it mellow
1: yeah yeah so um, another thing I like to do is maybe not in work time, but try and maybe innovate your processes, so you're always looking at things in a new way, or take on new projects because, it, it, like you said, it sort of uh, keeps a bit of mystery. You're always doing something new, so it's good to keep your brain functioning and active instead of how I call it going stale. Because I feel yeah. like if I do the same thing for a lot, a lot of time, then I feel like my brain's sort of like. It feels like a piece of clay, like it's not been moving, like it's not been sort of like, you know, pumping ideas around. So, uh, yeah, just keep doing things, really. Go go on walks and on your breaks.
0: It's a good time to try something new, pick up if it's a new hobby, if it's, you know, a new skill set, if it's, or if it's that you want to sit and watch, you know, every Marvel movie or whatever. It's nice to have something, <laughs> but it doesn't have to be, um, this sort of i think you get it a lot on social media and, and linkedin's really bad for this at the minute where it's you know i wake up and i finish work and then i do four hours of reading yeah and look just do what makes you happy at the end of the day it doesn't have to be what you're told to do it doesn't have to be you know a specific
1: thing you i find that a lot go. with like sales people <laughs>
0: yeah no feel, it's, it's, it's like aggressive
1: positivity where it's like oh you're not as good as me which kind of goes back to like the original sort of I don't know how you, what you describe it as maybe like the social media bully type thing. Yeah. You know, it's like, Oh, look at my sick life. You don't have to be as productive as people make out to be. You can sort of take this as a bit of a, um, a breather from normal life and maintain a good sort of uh, mental health.
0: Yeah. And look inwards and you know, find, find what makes you happy. And, um, if that's times of reflection, if that's trying something new, if that's exercise, if that's, you know, learning, It's a really nice time to be able to pick that up which is something that sometimes when you are commuting to an office back and forth and you know you don't have that extra hour in a day have Mm -hmm. that extra hour in a day and just find something that makes you happy within it but that doesn't have to be something necessarily productive it could be you know sitting on the sofa for an hour and just listening to music or you know use that that's my real benefit I guess and my key takeaway from this is time is really important but Time enjoyed isn't time wasted. You know, time is really important, but you don't have to be productive twenty-four hours a day. You have to sleep. You have to take time to, you know, if it's listening to music, if it's watching a film, if it's walking, you know, take time to do the things you enjoy.
1: Yeah, very true. So, as a as we start to wrap up, do you think the virtual agency is a sustainable model? I mean, we've we've witnessed a lot of change. Um, over these three months and I guess what I'm asking is do we think we're going to see a permanent change in the way that we operate?
0: I I don't know if we will see a permanent change I think I'd like to see a permanent change but I don't know if we will I think it'd be really nice to well I I think it's more of a fear of the unknown and um, you know you always think do, do employers trust their employees working from home and um I mean I guess
1: there is that because along the way people's motivations will dip, so as a boss, you're probably wondering you know are you getting your your money's worth out of these guys yeah but
0: it's nice to have the option and knowing that we can work from home and you know knowing that if you are not feeling like coming into the office one day for one reason or another and but you still wanted to work, you could work from home you know it's nice that companies should be set up for that, and I think it's been quite nice. I mean, to take a positive from a negative situation that companies now have had to say, well, you know, if we had to work from home, how would we do it? And if we had to do this, how would we do it? They're having to adapt. And instead of, you know, yeah. oh, we'll do it eventually. No, you have to do it now. Otherwise, you know, it won't function.
1: Mm. Yeah, I guess I'd say um, similar things. I'd like to see it change because I think while working at home has been quite fun, um i don't think it's going to be a full-time thing obviously like everybody has an office you're not going to see it change overnight i could see maybe flexible working uh from home become more common maybe in the future because i know that a lot of people have seen a lot of polls on um linkedin saying that people do enjoy working from home uh but in terms of immediate immediate change um probably not but I think there is room. I think we've. Uh, I think businesses have learned a lot from this experience.
0: Yeah, and I think it'll be really interesting to see um, sort of, I guess, where we go from here. Yeah. Well, thank that you was, for uh, joining me on this one. It was it was a nice episode, that. It was. It was quite reflective. Yeah, it was. It's always nice. Good to reflect.
1: Great. Um, as always, uh, we have. Uh, assets for our listeners to read and they can be found on the knowledge we've uh, released a new crisis issue uh, that sort of talks about our experience and our guidance that we provide to people going through a time of change especially something like this so if you're interested head on over to the knowledge and give that a read and also check out our social media and other podcasts on our social media links i guess
0: yeah thank you very um, much sam Uh, Thanks for joining me. I hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll speak to you all soon. Bye.